As much as I look forward to autumn every year, the end of summer always reminds me that we are waning toward winter, and that makes me a little bit sad. However, there are still a few weeks of summer left before the autumn equinox comes on September 23rd, and I am doing my best to not let that melancholy mood take root because I really want to embrace and savor the magic of late summer instead of letting it pass me by in a flash. So in that spirit, today, I want to give you all eight quick tips to help you make the most of the last days of summer as well as ease your way into the fall season. So grab your pumpkin spice latte and let's dive in. Welcome to Lit Up AF, the podcast that helps you create a life that lights you up. I'm Jenny Rose, your average 30-something millennial who spent years following the conventional roadmap to success until one day I looked around and realized I was burnt out, uninspired, and living a life that was out of alignment with my dreams and desires. So I threw away the old roadmap and now I'm following my own inner compass as I create a life that leaves me feeling lit up as fuck. I started this podcast because I know that I'm not the only one who did all the right things yet ended up feeling trapped in a life meant for someone else. So if you're feeling stuck, consider this your permission slip to throw out the old roadmap, tune into your inner compass, and create your unique version of happiness, even if it doesn't make sense to those around you. Join me here each week for a dose of inspiration, encouragement, practical advice, and honest conversations with others on a similar journey. Let's dive in. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to Lit Up AF, the podcast that helps you create a life that lights you up. If you are new to the show, welcome. My name is Jenny Rose. I am the host of the podcast, and my mission with Lit Up AF is to help more people wake up to their own power so that they can then create their own unique path to passion and purpose because life is too short to be living it for anyone but yourself. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for your continued support of the show and welcome to episode 42. This is one of my Attunement Tuesday episodes. Each Tuesday, I release one of these mini episodes with the intention of giving you an opportunity to check in with yourself, to get inspired, and to realign to your highest self's goals and desires. We are a few days into September, and this time of year, between summer and autumn, always has this strange feeling of limbo to me. The nights and the mornings have a chill to them, but the days are still really hot. And everyone is celebrating the return of the pumpkin spice latte at Starbucks. And all of the fashion girlies are already talking about fall trends and showing off their cute fall outfits, even though it's still in both places too warm to even wear those outfits. And the stores already have a lot of Halloween stuff on their shelves. And in general, there's just this feeling of anticipation hanging in the air. And I get it because depending on where you live, summer can feel really long and hot. And by the end of it, all you want to do is cool off and be able to comfortably wear leggings and an oversized sweater. I personally tend to feel this sense of melancholy during this seasonal transition. I am someone who loves both summer and fall seasons, but I really 
do not enjoy the season that comes after fall. Winter is really tough for me every year because the cold, dark days just seem to stretch on and on for months on end where I live in Massachusetts. So as much as I look forward to autumn every year, the end of summer always reminds me that we are waning toward winter, and that makes me a little bit sad. However, there are still a few weeks of summer left before the autumn equinox comes on September 23rd, and I am doing my best to not let that melancholy mood take root because I really want to embrace and savor the magic of late summer instead of letting it pass me by in a flash. So in that spirit, today, I want to give you all eight quick tips to help you make the most of the last days of summer as well as ease your way into the fall season. So grab your pumpkin spice latte and let's dive in. Tip number one is to get outside and enjoy the warm weather while it lasts. Some ideas for this are going on a hike or planning a picnic or even just spending some time hanging out in a park. One of my favorite things about the summer season is the opportunity to feel the sun on my skin because I am bundled up from head to toe for a good chunk of the year where I live, but there is something absolutely luxurious to me about going outside and enjoying the warm weather while we have it. This past weekend, my husband and I planned a beach day with some family, and we just had the best time walking along the boardwalk going to an arcade, soaking up some sun on the beach, and then dipping our feet in the ocean and watching the waves. So whatever way you love to spend time outdoors, try to prioritize getting in a few more of your favorite outside summer activities over the next few weeks, even if it's just for a few minutes a day. For me, I am really looking forward to taking some long walks and riding my bike and having a coffee outside while reading if I get the chance. Tip number two is to take advantage of all the fresh produce that is available during this time of year. Some great ways to do this are to visit a local farmer's market or to pick your own produce at a local orchard or a farm or to try out some new recipes that incorporate seasonal fruits and veggies. The beauty of late summer is that we still get to enjoy a lot of the juicy fruits and veggies of the summer season, while other fruits and veggies are just starting to be harvested for the fall, so it's really an awesome time of year to get both kinds of produce. I'm fortunate in that I live somewhere that has an abundance of orchards where I can go fruit picking. Apple picking is actually one of my favorite fall traditions, and I have been going on an annual outing with my husband and two of our best friends in October for years now. But something that is great about late summer is that there are still a lot of fruits like berries and peaches and plums that can be picked even before all of the apples become ripe. One of the healthiest things that we can be doing as human beings is to eat food in rhythm with the natural seasons and especially consuming fresh locally sourced foods. So take advantage of what is grown and sourced in your area. Tip number three is to take some time for self-care. If you are anything like me, you can feel a little bit physically and energetically drained by the end of the summer. The warm weather tends to inspire us to be really physically active during the summer, and it's also when there tend to be 
a ton of big events. So maybe you spent the summer going to concerts or day drinking on patios or traveling or attending a bunch of weddings or chasing after your kids all summer when they were out of school. And even though those are all super fun activities, it can be really exhausting after a couple of months of that go, go, go energy. So I want to encourage you to create some space for self-care during the last few weeks of summer. Self-care should be personal to you and your needs, so take a moment to notice if you're feeling depleted in any way and figuring out what you need to feel replenished again. Maybe that means prioritizing getting more sleep or making sure that you are drinking enough water, or maybe it means preparing some simpler meals with that fresh summer produce that we talked about instead of eating all those burgers and hot dogs and chips and dip that we ate all summer long at cookouts. This could also look like doing some yoga or meditation or journaling or breath work. Honestly, whatever self-care looks like to you, just make sure that you are being intentional about taking really good care of your mental and physical health in these last few weeks of summer as things start to slow down. I'm actually going to link an episode in the show notes that is a self-care reset that I did back in the spring, but everything that I said in that episode is still going to really apply for fall if you wanted to do a little fall reset. So I will link the episode in the show notes and make sure you check that out if you feel like you need a little bit of support on the self-care front. Tip number four is to plan a weekend getaway or a day trip to explore a new place. This is going to help you make the most of the remaining warm weather and to create new memories. Late summer is one of my favorite times to travel because the weather is still amazing, but it's no longer really peak season in most places because fewer people are traveling when schools start back up again and everyone kind of returns to their typical routines. Some of my favorite trips that I have taken in recent years have been in the month of September to places like Vermont and Maine and New Hampshire, where the days are still really warm and sunny, but the nights are cool and crisp and perfect for sitting by a bonfire. This episode is really reminding me how lucky I am to live in New England, but this tip really can apply to anyone no matter where you live. Sometimes we get so stuck in our day-to-day routine that we forget that there are so many places to explore nearby us, whether it is a few towns over or traveling a little bit further by car. So if you are a bit short on inspiration, consider looking at travel accounts on TikTok or Instagram or YouTube to see what other people are recommending exploring in your area. This can be an awesome opportunity to find a new town to explore, a cool restaurant to try, or some kind of fun fall festival or fair for you to check out. So see what's out there and go have fun. Tip number five is to make time for socializing with friends and loved ones. Whether it's a barbecue or a beach day or a game night, spending time with those that you care about can really help you to end your summer on a high note. If you're anything like me, you probably spent the summer attending big events like weddings, and barbecues. So as the season winds down and it starts to feel a little bit cozier as we get closer to autumn, I love attending or hosting smaller, more intimate gatherings where I really have the chance to connect with everyone in attendance. 
For me, this is such a perfect way to transition into the fall season because nothing helps me battle that sense of melancholy that I described earlier than quality time spent with the people who are important to me. Within the past week alone, I have had the chance to get dinner with a group of my best friends and to cook a big Italian dinner with my family at my parents' house. And then that beach day that I told you about that I spent with my family on my husband's side. These are the kinds of days that I live for, and I am already looking forward to hopefully hosting some cozy movie days on my couch, going apple picking, and hiking with friends in the coming weeks. I hope you're enjoying today's episode. Before we dive back in, I want to take a moment to let you know about the 90 Day Joy Journal that I've created to help you live your most lit up life. Journaling has been such a transformative practice for me over the past few years, and is one of my favorite tools for helping me tap back into my inner voice. But at the beginning, I struggled with it. I felt uncertain about what to write about, and because of that, I had a hard time being consistent. So if you're in a similar boat, you should definitely download the 90 Day Joy Journal. Think of it as your roadmap through a three-month journey to establishing a journaling habit and cultivating joy in your daily life. Honestly, it's the journal I wish I had when I first started out, and the best part is it is completely free. You can download it instantly on my website, litupaf.com, or find the link in today's show notes. Okay, back to the show. Tip number six is to use the Virgo season energy to declutter and organize your living space. This tip is going to help you feel more focused and energized as you transition into the next season because we are clearing out the old energy before we welcome in the new. I have a little process for doing this that I like to do in the late summer that helps me feel really excited and prepared for fall. The first thing that I like to do is deep clean my house. I scrub all of the surfaces, I vacuum and dust everywhere, even all the hidden corners and nooks and crannies so it feels really clean, and turn off my ACs so I can open all my windows and really enjoy the fresh air before it gets too cold. Then I like to declutter my cabinets and my closets by tossing out or donating anything that I no longer need or that hasn't been used in a while. Decluttering my physical space really helps my mental space also feel less cluttered, so I try to set aside a few hours to really do this part of the process thoroughly. Lastly, when it comes to the closet that I keep my clothes in, that's a bit of a separate process. I like to do the other cabinets and closets separately so I can save a different day for my wardrobe because I tend to transition my wardrobe a few times a year as the seasons change. And I always find that late summer is a good time to try on all of my clothes from both the summer that I'm wrapping up as well as the previous fall and winter and figure out what I want to donate and also get a head start on bringing out anything that I'm going to need to get washed so I can bring it to the cleaners. Once my wardrobe is decluttered, it feels a lot easier to take stock of what I already have to help me figure out what I might want to purchase for the house or for my wardrobe for the fall to fill in any remaining gaps. This decluttering process gives me an organized and clean slate that is going to be the basis for the next tip, which is number seven, create a fall vision board. This might be my favorite tip on the list because I am the biggest daydreamer. I love to create vision boards on Pinterest and I will pin all kinds of things. So home decor inspiration, fall outfits, beautiful foliage, cozy fall recipes, spooky TV series or books, fall makeup looks, etc., etc. 
Most of the time, I don't go into this vision board process in an overly organized fashion. I just sort of spend an hour or two pinning the images that I feel drawn to. And then I look back over it at the end to see what sticks out to me and where there are any recurring themes. Then I use the inspiration from my vision board to make any purchases that I need to make for the fall, such as any gaps in my wardrobe or my home decor purchases. And I also love to use this as a jumping off point for my grocery lists. I start to crave warmer and cozier, but still lighter food in the late summer. And I find that a lot of the recipes that I made on repeat during the summer no longer appeal to me. So my vision board in general just sets the tone for the season for me and generally helps me get really excited for the transition instead of feeling bummed out by it. The purchases that I make help me bring my fall vision board to life, but I want to remind you that you don't have to go out and spend a ton of money. There are lots of ways to bring your vision board to life on the cheap. You can go thrifting or you can do a swap with your friends or use your crafting skills to make some fun new home decor host a fall movie marathon, et cetera, et cetera. So think outside the box when you're bringing your fall vision board to life. Tip number eight. My last tip for today is to decorate your home in a way that helps you transition comfortably from summer to fall. This is kind of related to the previous tip, but it felt worth it to go into more detail. Perhaps it is the cancer rising in me, but my home is my sanctuary, and there is nothing that helps me feel more grounded and happy than having my home feel really cozy and appropriate to whatever season I'm in. I like to take an approach that really appeals to all of the senses, not just sight, but also smell, taste, touch, and hearing. Let's walk through each of them. I'm going to start with scents because I am obsessed with things that smell good, I always want my home to smell nice, so I am a big fan of plugins and candles. Yesterday, I switched my Glade plugins from a summery, beachy kind of scent to an apple cinnamon scent, and I've already gotten myself some different candles that have vanilla and coffee and cashmere notes to them. Candles are my biggest weakness. When I moved to South Korea for two years, I had literally one suitcase. And even then, I made sure that I still had space in that suitcase to bring three different candles with me because I am that obsessed. So if you don't really know where to get candles, I am obsessed with Marshalls and Target. But if you're not into candles and plugins, because honestly, they're not the best for you, they can be kind of toxic. Some alternatives are essential oil diffusers, incense, and simmer pots. I think essential oil diffusers are not great if you have pets, so do some research before you use them if that's the case, and you can look up different recipes for simmer pots on TikTok or YouTube if you want to give those a try. Those are basically when you simmer a bunch of herbs and spices and fruits on your stovetop in water to make your house smell really nice. I'm also a big perfume girly, so I like to swap out my summer perfumes for some autumn scented ones, and then I put them on my dresser because the bottles are really beautiful, and I feel like they set a nice fall visual tone, which I suppose is a good segue into appealing to the sense of sight. Now, I am not an interior designer, so I'm not going to go super deep here on visual aesthetic, but in general, I think it can be really nice to pick a color palette for the decor and then repeat those colors throughout the visual elements of a room or maybe even throughout your home to create this cohesive effect. 
an autumn color palette tends to be really rich in golds and oranges and burgundies and olive and brown. Anything that you kind of associate with the season of autumn when you look at nature, but you can really go with whatever combination of colors appeals most to you. I really like to use throw blankets and pillows and hand towels to update my decor to look a little more seasonal, but do it on a budget. I also love to incorporate plants and flowers, and to me, late summer screams sunflowers, so I'm planning on getting myself a fresh bouquet of sunflowers for my table the next time that I am at the store. To appeal to the sense of hearing, I almost always have got music playing in my house to set the vibe. For late summer, early fall, I love a good acoustic pop or acoustic indie playlist. You can find a million curated playlists on Spotify. That's all I do. I just sort of like search for the vibe that I'm currently feeling. And usually they already have a bunch of playlists made for me that match that vibe. But I'll also do a classical piano or a coffeehouse playlist sometimes, depending on the time of day or the mood that I'm trying to set. So for me, it just really helps me to feel more in tune with the season when the sounds around me match the vibe. Then when it comes to appealing to the sense of taste, I love fall flavors, anything with cinnamon or pumpkin or apple or coffee, I'm obsessed with. I already talked about cooking with ingredients that fit the season, so I'm not going to dig into that any further, but I love some of the fall-inspired foods and snacks that Trader Joe's comes out with every year. I am dying for their fall stuff to be released, but they have all these amazing cookies and spiced cakes and popcorn with herbs and butternut squash mac and cheese bites. And oh, the list just goes on and on. So while that's not something that I want to eat every day because it's not necessarily the healthiest, I just love to have some fall flavored treats when I host movie nights or things like that. I also tend to drink a lot more tea in the fall. All I really want in the summer is cold beverages, mostly iced coffee. But fall just makes me think of like hot, cozy lattes and spiced teas. So consider stocking up on whatever your beverage of choice is. Lastly, when it comes to appealing to the sense of touch, I am all about the textures. I love everything soft and cozy and warm. And fall is prime time cozy season. So make sure that you've got some soft and fuzzy throw blankets for your couch when it gets chilly at night. It can also be good to change your sheets to something a little bit warmer and thicker if you are someone that gets chilly when they sleep. Not me. I get way too hot when I sleep. So you're never going to catch me with flannel sheets, but you do you if you get cold at night. And of course, you can take advantage of those warm and cozy textures in your fall wardrobe too. Those are just a few tips for how I like to make my home feel more cozy in the fall, but you can always refer back to your fall vision board if you're looking for some more inspiration. Okay, my friends, let's do a quick recap of my eight tips for making the most of late summer and transitioning into early fall before we wrap up today's episode. Number one. Get outside and enjoy the warm weather while it lasts. Number two, take advantage of all the fresh produce available during this time of year. Three, take some time for self-care. Four, plan a weekend getaway or a day trip to explore a new place. Five, make time for socializing with friends and loved ones. Six, 
Use the Virgo season energy to declutter and organize your living space. Seven, create a fall vision board. And lastly, eight, decorate your home in a way that helps you transition from summer to fall. That is all I have for you today. I hope you found a ton of value in today's episode and that these quick tips help you to make the most of the last few weeks of summer and navigate the transition from summer to autumn. My husband and I are actually going shopping today for some early fall decorations, and I am so excited. We're steering clear of getting Halloween stuff for the moment because, again, I want to savor this last bit of summer. But there is something about cozy candles and some fall-inspired decor that just helps me ease into the transition between seasons. So I'm really looking forward to that. And who knows, maybe I'll even treat myself to some kind of pumpkin-flavored treat on our way to the store. I will be back on Friday with a full-length episode of the show featuring a special guest interview with Hanani of Hanani Holistics. Hanani is a health and life coach who specializes in helping women to heal their hormones and align their energy so that they can achieve vibrant health and happiness in all areas of life. On Friday, she is going to be walking us through the health modality of cycle syncing, which is all about aligning your day-to-day life to be in tune with the four phases of your menstrual cycle. Hanani has become a dear friend of mine in recent months, and I am so, so excited to share her magic with all of you in this episode. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already so that you don't miss when that episode airs on Friday. Until then, I hope you have the loveliest of weeks, and I will see you again soon. Love you. Bye. If today's episode lit you up in any way, please consider sharing it with a friend or loved one you feel would benefit. If you want to continue the conversation on today's topic, I would love to hear from you over on Instagram at litup underscore AF. Lastly, I would so appreciate it if you left a rating and review for the podcast to help it reach more listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you found value in today's episode. I'll be back next week. Love you. Bye.